like you can't have two people on a bike. That's way more dangerous. Right, exactly. That's way more yeah, dangerous exactly. than a solo 16-year-old. Yeah. Way more dangerous. So... No, you're kidding. Did you, did you hit, <laughs> hit the thing? No. I guess it's rolling. It's yeah. rolling. Test, test. One, two, three. Test, test. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you want to talk about? What do you want to know about? you got to ask us some questions, yeah, and we will answer gotta, these questions. You've got to be like Joe Rogan. you got to, yeah. you know. So, yeah. so what's that like to, to be a boxer, to be a UFC fighter? What? So Jason, that must be so crazy. <laughs> Have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> so you, you listen to Joe Rogan? Yeah, I've, I was listening to him for a while. Uh, I haven't watched too much of his stuff ever since the Spotify deal. But I mean, I you know, I enjoy his stuff depending on the guest. You know, it really depends on who he has on. Yeah. You know? Isn't he kind of a lib guy? He's. He's kind of an independent, isn't he? he? All right. Like 10, 20 years ago, he would be considered a liberal. Nowadays, he's like basically center left. Uh, really? That's that's how the paradigm has shifted. Yeah, I got you. Like, I got you. Like back in the 90s and early 2000s, he would just be considered a liberal. He'd be I like a Clinton you. liberal. Yeah, maybe. yeah, which is... Which is now considered that, uh, right wing. <laughs> to some people, yes. To some some people. Yeah. Well, the basic party, the the you know psycho liberals, you know. Yes, the uh, the libtards, as they are somewhat known mm-hmm. to a certain mm-hmm. degree. Well, from what I understand, the 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 word liberal has been co-opted and has the meaning has been totally changed. Well, what do you think it ne- means now? Well, now it all it means communist. Correct. But it used to mean more like a conservative, actually. Well, I don't know about that. Well, that's what I read. I mean, well, I don't see how. Well, did you know that John Adams was all in favor of public school? Well, and and really, if you think about it, there's nothing wrong with public making school. sure that everyone is educated in a society. Well, well that's it's true. It's just that what are they educated in? Well, that's that's right. And so that's, that's right. What are they being wrong. taught? What are they being yes. taught? The, uh, you know, in this day and age they're taught, you know, straight up socialism. You know, they're taught to hate their own country, they're taught that their own country was ill-founded and and illegitimate illegitimately uh you know, founded by these white, racist, white guys. You I mean, know, all the girls is, actually were taught how to read and were expected to be literate back I didn't in know the that. 1600s. But, I mean, all those things that you just said are true technically, but the thing that they always ignore is that, like, that was pretty much par for the course when it came to just damn almost any country, like, at, in that time period. Like, there was plenty of countries doing as bad or worse things at that period in time. And it doesn't excuse any, you know, their actions or, you know, you know, what we might consider to be reprehensible, reprehensible, you know what I'm saying? Reprehensible. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't excuse that, but you gotta, they, they don't want people to take into account what the 
current culture and mindset was in that era, I mean, it, it's very easy to cast judgment, you know, Correct. when you're living in the quote unquote modern era, but you know, I guarantee you like 30 ish, 40 ish years from now, any, any ideals that people hold nowadays are going to be considered uh, conservative, you know, views. And that's how. That's how. So it, you think it's just going to steadily get it's, more left? It's going to be like a free for all. That, well, no. Uh, well, like possibly. totally Im- amoral. I I can't predict the future, but all I know is you what. You can't. I, Dang it. All I've seen, <laughs> or all I know is what I've seen from like learning about history and also what I've seen in my own life of like basically the 1900s and this century. It's basically been that like. Usually it's a decade by decade process where, you know, the window of what is modern and, you know, hip and this is the new right idea. So this is the new right way to do things. Well, it, it shifts. Well, you know, would you say that it's a slow creep? It's a slow creep. A slow creep to takes, communism, would you but say? Sometimes they say takes, it's a well, means. yeah, there's also the pendulum thing. You think thing. we're ever going to go back to more strict morals, uh, morals and, and well, values and all that? I kind of don't. Yeah. I, I really don't. Well, Maybe in a subset of the society, but... It depends on who you ask when it, in regards to the pendulum thing. I mean, there may be like a, a segment of society that becomes... But they'll be considered like a fringe movement. That's kind of how it is right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people in my generation, you know, the young generation, there's a, a fairly significant, even if people do not wish to admit it, there's a fairly significant amount of like young people and, you know, be it white, you know, black, Hispanic, whatever, you know, that... They just, you know, they see, you know, it's, it's a tip. Well, I'll get to that They in don't second. like the way things are they, going. They see what, you know, they see how society is and they see how they're being taught to do things. And they see what they're being taught to think and all that. And so naturally, like all young people, like every young generation in the history of the world, they're like, nah, screw that. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going <laughs> to rebel. I'm going to be original. Fuck you. I'm going to be moral. Screw y'all. I'm going to be moral. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. So, so in other words, it's come back full circle to where these yeah. young people are like, yeah. yeah, communism is the way to go. Well, let's, let's all, you know, be communist. And, we're talking about morals, though. Well, well or, or moral. That, well, communist, can, there is no morals. So uh, it's like anything goes. Well, no. Everything's the okay. State, the state determines the morals. Well, yeah. And so the communist state says... You know, do whatever the hell you want. Actually, what, some but, of those countries are pretty strict. Well, yeah, well, that's the, that's the thing that these strict. that these millennial kids don't get is they're thinking, hey, it's going to be great. Everything goes. Let's all be LGBTQ, alphabet, well, whatever. And then, and then, and then, when the communist regime takes over and starts throwing fucking queers off of building tops and shit, then they're like freaking out. Well, it, you know, you got to keep in mind. All right, when you're talking about, like, millennial millennials, like John Harley age millennials, like, almost 30 or over 30. Well, college, college age They're not even, well, that's the twits, thing. Millen- you know. Where do they stand on that? Millennials nowadays, like, yeah, keep in mind, millennials have gotten kind of old now. Like, they're, they're, John Harley is, like, what could be. Older cons- than we think. 
John Hart, yeah. Like whenever that you, makes me really old. Yes. When, when you think of millennials, you think, oh, a guy in his early 20s. But that's not how it is. A decade has passed since 2010. So now millennials are like late 20s to like early to mid 30s. Mm-hmm. John Harley is on the younger end of millennials. And they haven't wised up yet. And, you know, technically I'm considered Generation Z, depending on how some people put the cutoff. But I don't really identify with that Gen Z BS. But basically... You gotta keep in mind what era these these people grew up in. They grew up in the early 2000s, like oh, 2000 to 04. The PC 04, generation. 04 to 08. PC as in personal computer. Well, yes. <laughs> but they also grew up during the Bush administration. Yeah. You gotta remember. Well, no Child Left Behind. They well, grew up during No Child Left Behind. They grew up during the Iraq War. The 2008 uh, recession. Yes, they grew up during all that. And 9-11. It, it was a, you know, somewhat dominant... Like, all right, basically, all right, basically, all right. You remember John Stewart on Comedy Central, right? Yeah. Back in the old, back in the early two thousand. We used to think him. he was funny. Yeah. Yes, and yeah, he's still, yeah. Like, all right, so back in the early two thousands, right? To put it simply, it was hip to be, you know, not Republican slash not conservative. Right. John Stewart is a perfect example of that. He's always making fun. Of the conservatives and whatnot on his show. Same with Stephen Colbert, right? Right, correct. And Because they were in office at that time. They were in office. That's usually that usually dictates what the counterculture is. And so we you know, after oh wait, obviously Obama is in office. And so, you know, they had their time in the sun, you know, the, the, the left did basically. Right. And, you know, the, all the early 2000s Democrats, they had their, their little golden age or whatever you want to call it, you know. And, but near the end of that, obviously, that started to kind of decay. People started kind of getting tired of the government's BS. Well, basically, the honeymoon wore off. The honeymoon wore Bas- off basically, man. they were sick of a shitty economy. The economy had been running, running to the people. ground. Well, it had been running to the ground. His and, friends. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah, people were sick of it. And well, that's, and it, so, yeah, it had like a, what do you call it, a backlash effect. And so then here comes Trump. Well, there's still very high unemployment. Yeah, high unemployment. Uh, so the it GDP. Wasn't the, it wasn't the golden age. Well, the GDP never got above like one and a half percent during the whole eight years that Obama was in office. So he ran the country totally into the shitter. And then, and then, so it was a backlash. Here comes Trump, and Trump's like, you know, hey, I'm America first, rah, rah, rah. Well, well, and people yeah. are like, shit, yeah, let's go. You know, we want our country back. Okay, let him finish his All right, so pretty anyway, thoughtful. in regards to the young generation shit, right? Uh, all right, so, you know, you got the younger millennials. They, you know, the majority of them, a good chunk of them at the very least, they grow up being liberal because they see that the establishment, or what they see as the establishment, yeah. is Republican slash right wing. So, of course, naturally, they go the opposite way because they're like, nah. They want to rebel. They want to rebel. Yeah. You know? But, obviously not all of them, but like not all of them go this way. Not all of them agreed with that. And also, around 2010 to especially getting close to 2016... The, the younger generation, they're, they're beginning to come of age. 
you know, the Gen Z and the younger millennials as well. They're, they're coming of age, so... And there's no jobs. Well, that too. But so, you know, they're starting to come of age and they see, you know, this eight years of Barack Obama and, you know, the, the liberal establishment or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I'm, Dis- not, I'm not Disillusioned? Really, they're like, nah, yeah, this, this stuff's kind of stupid. I'm not really down with this. Like, uh, you know, they see... They see, you know, eight years of, you know, basically... Promises. Uh, yeah, they see eight years of promises and, you know... Basically, you know, change and whatnot. What was Obama's campaign? Hope and, hope and change. change. Hope and change. They see eight years of hope yeah. and change. Hope and change. And what a bunch of horse shit that was. And so they, you know, they're like, all right, you know, like, I mean, I guess a good example uh, that a lot of people would probably point to as like a thing that they had an issue with was like, you know, Obama, you remember when Obama went around all those countries and basically apologized? He went on the apology yes. tour. The apology tour. Yes. Yeah. All right, so a lot of people saw that, and they took that as like a, you know, a symbol or whatever. Weakness. To be like, yeah, weakness. And they saw that, and it's like, all right, look, we're one of, if not the most powerful country in the world, right? We're a pretty damn good empire right now. We, we shouldn't be... Showing weakness to, you know, all the other countries in the world, especially Russia and China, you know, yeah. the, the other two of the big three. Or any of those two-pot little bullshit countries. And so a lot of people are like, all right, look, especially the younger generation, because you got to remember, all right, this, this younger generation at this point in time, like 2014 to 2016, especially, well, I guess 2010 to 2016 is a, a bit more generous window. They... They grow up being taught that, oh, America has done all these things wrong, and we should well, feel ashamed. Well, you got to remember, Obama... They literally changed the curriculum in the school. Uh, Obama was of the mindset and, and of, the, of, the, of the group of people that are, blame America first. Well, they, you know, that's, that was their motto, was, was blame America first. In other words... Everything that's wrong, oh, it's America's fault, you know, which that is... Hasn't, that hasn't changed. Yeah, no, there's still a bunch out like that. Well, they know? basically are... They, to try and make it super simple, like overly simplified, if I'm being honest, their their deal is basically, all right, we, we need to, you know, America is supposed to be the good guys. So we need to do all this stuff to convince people that we are the good guys and that... We're not bad. We're not a bad country. We're not evil. We're humanitarians. We're not going to screw people over or you know do bad things, despite all the bad things that happened during the Bush and Obama administrations. I mean, drone but, strikes are example number one, and so that's their like like that's our their ideal. Overly simplified. It's more complicated than that, but that's at, that's at a glance, right? That's at a glance, and so. People. So, image problem. Image, yeah. And so, the, you know, this younger generation, they grow up, and they see how other countries act. They see how, you know, China, even the UK, to a very short extent. The EU. The, yeah, kind Russia. of. Russia. Russia, well, I'm mainly Russia and China. Because Russia and China, as, you know, I'm sure y'all both know, they don't really care too much about the public image. That They don't really care that much. It's like, all right, now, nah, like... Shit, no. We know that this... This game's been going on for thousands of years at this point. We know how it comes to world powers. Like, this isn't... They don't care about their image. There's no room to... 
you basically you can't be seen as the you know the weak the good guy the charitable the charitable person or country I guess and you know you can't be the good guy and remain in power slash just exist in general for very long eventually someone who doesn't really care about that stuff is going to come along and be like all right look you know that's all fine and dandy that you're you know the good guy and you want to help people out but i don't really care about that so i'm going to use my superior force and numbers to overpower you and i'm going to take control a threat of nukes so, i mean that, that's how it goes there, that's how uh, it's gone armies. That's, that's thousands true. of years yeah. of human history like what's going on right now in ukraine yeah yeah and so Basically, younger generation, they come up, they see the whole good guy stuff being propagated and how America needs to apologize for all the bad things they've done, despite the rest of the world doing plenty more bad things. And, well, maybe not plenty more, but at least the same amount. And so then 2014 to 16 starts to roll, roll around, you know, starts getting close to the end of Obama's term. And, you know, especially on the internet and certain circles that could be considered counterculture, like 4chan and whatnot, you know, it's basically over time, it slowly but surely starts to become hip to be more right wing and to be like, nah, screw all your hippie love, freedom, BS. Like, I care about order and security and I care about, you know, ensuring the safety of this nation and its people. Basically. It's almost like an intuitive uh, awareness that they were they were in danger by those policies. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and then they discovered, oh shit, no, we need to protect our. Stuff. Yeah, we we want to have jobs, you know. Basically, you could just boil it down to a lot of people said to themselves, especially once Trump started running and started actually saying stuff, you know. Once that whole stuff started to rear its head, a lot of people started saying, you know what, yeah, I'm done apologizing for stuff that I wasn't even alive whenever that, it happened. Correct, like the whole I, reparations the bullshit. reparations and BS, and also even the Bush era stuff. A lot of these kids that grow up being taught about all the horrible things the U.S. has done, they literally were either weren't, weren't alive. Born, they were they, they either weren't alive. Or they, or they, they don't understand so why any of that shit was They going. were so young. Or three, even if they weren't even that young, they literally had zero control over it. It's not like they said, None oh, yes, do. bomb Iran or, or Iraq. You know, it's not like they said that, you know. And so they say, you know what, I'm not guilty of any of this stuff. So I'm done. I'm not going to apologize for it. And... You know what? You know, if it if it pisses you people off so much that I don't want to apologize for it, I might even double down because I'm tired of being told by you people that do not know me and do not know how my personal life goes that I'm a bad person simply for existing in this country. Ex so, so there would you, you go. say that? Okay, That's I don't. When did Four Chan come up? Be get get invented. Four Chan's been around since the early 2000s. I think 04 was the year it. Was the thing? I don't. All four chan. All right. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's, that's a good reason. Four <laughs> chan. All right. Simple shit ex explanation. Four chan is an anonymous keyword, anonymous message board where you can just post almost, barring like child porn and whatnot, whatever you want. And there's a very, very, very limited amount of you know, moderation, well, maybe not moderation, but there's a limited amount of, like, people saying, oh, rules. you can't, you, yeah, rules. It's basically a free-for-all. And so people can go on there and say the stupidest, 
weirdest, most messed up stuff, and people will criticize them for it freely, but they're also not going to prevent them from saying it in the first place. Basically, but, you know, but there was also like people using it to communicate with people that weren't nuts, right? I mean, I mean, kind of. Yeah. Serve, did it serve a purpose? I mean, it it, it kind of depends on because you see, there's multiple different like boards on 4chan dedicated to certain topics so like cooking. So, do you think it or, did it serve? Did it like contribute to Trump's election? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, that, how? that's a whole nother thing. How did it contribute to that? Uh, basically, once 2016 rolled around and leading up to 2016 with all the election stuff, you know. Basically, people, you know, 4chan's always like to, you know, basically mess with the establishment, whoever the establishment is. And also another thing, like, I'm, I'm messing up by even saying 4chan because 4chan is not an entity in itself. They're not really a united people. You mean the community, the, the atmosphere? Yeah, well, yeah, that's another thing is, like, there's a lot of different boards to different topics, right? Like fitness, cooking television, whatever. So it's kind of like Reddit? It's very much like Reddit, except much less restricted, more of an emphasis on free speech, that whole deal. And I think A little more be, radical? Yeah. And so, right, in, there's a board on there called Poll, which is short for politically incorrect. That is where, and that's basically anytime you see some stuff on the mainstream media about the evil hacker 4chan, that's basically them talking about poll. Poll is the place where usually, actually legit, like, white supremacists and other, you know, other people who have very objectionable and controversial opinions regarding damn near anything political, that's usually where they go to spout their BS. Because that's what most of the stuff that they say on there is, is BS. It's... Stuff that, you know, imagine a bunch of, imagine like five or eight or ten or more than that, really. But imagine, you know, you two are at a bar during the 90s and you hear some of your friends, you know, y'all are all maybe a little bit buzzed, maybe not. And you hear your friends talking about some stupid BS that sounds really, really stupid. And, you know, you're like, man, what the hell are y'all talking about? That's fucking dumb. Y'all are goddamn idiots. And, you know... Y'all maybe have a laugh about it. Y'all maybe don't. Maybe y'all get into a big-ass argument. Maybe not. It, you know, can go a variety of ways, depending on the situation. But that's kind of what it is. It's basically a bunch of people BSing. And sometimes little little kernels of, like, actual good knowledge slash, slash advice get espoused. And sometimes it's just people saying the stupidest shit you've so ever heard in the world. Like just like any conversation. Basically, it yeah. It could just be... It's just that. You know, a bunch of bullshit. Like, I, I've heard people condemn places like 4chan all the time, obviously in the mainstream media. And, but the, what they... There's this disconnect, and even, you know, John Harley, even he, he has this very warped perception of it. He does not, like... Takes a little too, too seriously. Not, well, not too seriously, but... He, he doesn't, he has a, a warped perception of it. Like, he doesn't see it for what it is. He doesn't understand that, like, the kind of stuff that is said on those message boards and other places of the internet 
while it might not be to the severity that it is on those message boards, in real life, that kind of stuff happens all the time. People say what would be considered uh, offensive or racist jokes whenever they're in real life, when maybe they're on break at work with their friends that they're actually kind of tight with so they feel safe in saying those jokes. That happens all the time. Whenever you're, it's you, called free speech. It's called free speech, and when you, you know, whenever you're at a bar or you're hanging out at, you know, a family friend's house, so, or something, y'all are all getting drunk. That kind of stuff happens so all the let time. Let me ask you a question. Okay, big tech is is trying to crack down. Should they? Yeah. Should they? Hmm. Should they crack down uh-huh. on on uh, speech that? Like that, mm. or should we have free speech on the internet? You know, in well, these groups and anywhere else. That's a little bit. Well, I want to say that's a straw man in the sake of fairness for the other side, but that is actually fairly close to how it is, at least how I perceive it to be. What free speech or no free speech? No, I'm, I'm talking about like big tech cracking down on free speech and all that. Oh yeah, I mean they are. Well, yeah, but. It's like if you had a, uh, you know, a far left-leaning per- person in the room right now, they would, of course, start saying a whole bunch of counter-arguments like, oh, these people incite hate. You know, think of all the mass shooters who posted on 4chan shortly before doing their, uh, their mass shootings. You know, oh, they were radicalized by 4chan. They saw all the people on here saying how this distinct group of people is responsible for but, a lot of the problems of the world. But when it comes down to these mass shooters... Overwhelmingly, the, the the majority of them are Democrats, are are Democrat supporters and and well Democrats. So well, that's the thing. You know. That's the thing when it comes to mass shootings, and you like unless there's a constant like it's a case by case basis, or at least I think it is personally. It's a case by case basis. You can't look at a whole bunch of mass shootings and say, oh, well, all these shootings happen because of this. Because no. each one... No, but you can look at each individual person ex- and yeah. research them and find out what their beliefs were and what their what their motivations were. And, and overwhelmingly, they were usually always Democrats. Well... There's, there's very, very few, if any... Are they really Democrats or are they just... You know, mentally well, they're ill people. Well, they're all well, picked aside. You we, know, we all know that liberalism is a mental disorder. Well, and that well, so there they are. They're they're mentally. There have been conservatives who have done bad things. Yeah, but Christ, not that many. Christchurch. You got the Dylan Roof. Was guy. it Timothy? No, that, Dylan that, Roof was not. Yeah. A, what about the no, Oklahoma a, City guy? Wasn't he a? Oklahoma City. You mean take his Tim McVeigh? Yeah, Timothy McVeigh. He was not. He was not right wing. He just sure. Yeah, you know what his beef was? He was a one of these anti government guys, right? And he was okay. Well, that's considered right wing. Well, he was at. (laughs) He was at. Oh uh, God, dog it! Where is it uh, when they when they burn the Davidians, the Branch Davidians? Right? He was there. Wake up! He was he was there. He was a member of the ATF. No, he just drove down oh, there and it. was watching the he ATF watched. go oh, in and, and kill that all triggered him and kill all those people. And he was like, "Man, this is fucked up." So he went back to uh, uh, Oklahoma with his buddies. 
and they were, you know, then they were like, oh yeah, fucking government so just he was, killed all them people so for no reason. So he was already um, probably a little un- unstable, unstable, yeah, and, and maybe a little and that mental. He was triggered by that. I, I yeah. don't even know if you can really call him unstable, honestly, because it's like seeing a display. Well, not the, well, yeah, seeing a display of governmental abuse of power. Well, like and, and yeah, Clinton put that whole deal into but action. But other people and saw it. Wa- it, well, it, it, was a, it was an abuse. I mean, he's the only one who... Well, that's the, th- that's the deal. A lot of people saw it, and but they, they either heard about it or maybe saw it on Didn't TV. Didn't act on it. He was, there, he was there personally, and he saw yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So... It was definitely upsetting. It, you know, it's probably like a bit of a watershed moment for him yeah. to see that stuff and be like, okay, wow, the government does actually have like way too much power, and there's nothing to really stop them from abusing it. So, due to all this rage and anger, I feel... Took it upon there, himself. He took it upon himself to lash out, in, you know, against and, the and system. And strike back against the government. strike back against the system. Now, obviously, there was plenty of casualties that didn't really deserve to be casualties in his, in his lashing out. Well, but did, the, did what Clinton turning him on that Branch Davidian, did those people deserve it? Okay, um, thank you both for this uh, in, in very interesting conversation. Was it only like 30 minutes long? Uh, we have uh, only about 45 seconds left, so any closing comments on... I mean, we could actually keep going if I reset it. Uh, well, would that be annoying to edit it? Uh, no. Well, assuming we do close here, I'll just say this. There's... Multiple different sides to every single story, every single crazy radical that's ever done something. Everyone's a hero in their own story, or they think they are, and nothing is ever simple or you know single-faceted, despite how much you cut might want dry. it to be. Nothing's ever cut and dry. Everyone thinks they're the good guy, despite how you know crazy or violent their methods might be, and I'm not condoning <laughs> any of that. I'm just saying... It doesn't hurt to at least understand why they did what they did, either politically or by, yeah, you know, physically yeah. or whatever. Well, it's said. actually still going, so maybe it's not going to stop. Oh. Well, well stated, Jason. Well it, stated. It, it, one time it stopped right at thirty zero zero, so I thought it was going to. Was Eli cutting the yard again? I can I, I can edit out that little bit right. of me talking. But uh, but yeah, I mean it. That's that's the main annoying thing. No, you're 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 totally right. I mean, we should we should not dismiss these people who acted on their rage at the system. I know? mean, that that but also it's that's the thing is you can't I mean, we need to understand them so maybe we can prevent that in the future. Well, yeah. But my another point is that you can't it's the same with like people on the left People on the left, right, obviously all disagree with their ideas, you know, to the max. But they have their reasons, and they think they're doing the right thing. No matter how much anger and vitriol they might hurl at their opposition, they think they're doing the right thing. And But it's, it's so very hard to basically be like, all right, look, man, like, I don't agree with you, but I am willing to discuss things without... You know, you trying to literally ruin my life and get my career ended and all this and all that. And, you know, it, basically, in, in short, increasing political polarization has done an incredible amount of damage to this country and its people and, I well. guess, all over the world, too.